What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. We're going to do a spring training update. We're going to check in on how things are looking around different big league camps. What are some roster battles looking like? So the first one is something we have touched on over the past few days. That's who will fill out the Yankees rotation. So obviously they just lost Luis Severino, James Paxton. They lost those guys to injury. But they have some intriguing young arms competing for the spots that were opened up. I mean, Jordan Montgomery, the lefty, he's touching 94 this spring. He's looking like he's going to get that number four starter spot after he missed most of the last two years. Which leaves the fifth spot as a fight between four highly regarded kids. I mean, you're talking Davey Garcia, Jonathan Lawazaga, Michael King, and Clark Schmidt. I'm sure most people haven't really heard of those guys. I mean, I had only heard of Davey Garcia and Jonathan Loazaga. Not Honestly, just not really too familiar with Michael King. I think I may have heard of Clark Schmidt. But these are the guys that the Yankees are looking at for the five spot. And honestly, I think that even though they've lost big arms in Severino and Paxton, I think they'll be fine. Because this is the back of the rotation we're talking about. It's the Bronx Bombers. They're going to be able to put up runs anyway. And Jordan Montgomery is a more than capable fourth starter. So if your fifth starter is supposed to be a top prospect like Davey Garcia, I think you're going to be in just fine shape, quite frankly. So obviously it's not the same as having your your guys. I mean, your, your studs back, but it's serviceable. And then Domingo Herman will get off his domestic violence suspension sometime in probably June and then... I think all will be well with New York. Moving on to Cardinals camp. Who will be the St. Louis Cardinals center fielder? I mean, right now it's looking like Dylan Carlson might play his way onto the roster. He's a top prospect with the Cardinals. And he's making it a tough decision. He's just 21 years old. And he's played 18 games in AAA. But the Cardinals have seen enough to believe he can contribute this year. Although he has to beat out Lane Thomas, Tyler O'Neill, Justin Williams, and others. But he's having a very strong spring. He's a top prospect. And he has a chance to make this team. And that's, that's, that's a big deal. Because the Cardinals are a good team. And they churn out very good prospects. And if you're going to crack the opening day roster for them, it means you're doing something right. It means you're doing something right. Because those other guys, Lane Thomas, Tyler O'Neill, Justin... Williams, even Harrison Bader, those, those guys are not scrubs. They're not scrubs whatsoever. So keep an eye on Dylan Carlson for the St. Louis Cardinals. The Phillies camp has a pitching rotation battle. It's going to be Vince Velasquez versus Nick Pavetta for a rotation spot. That number five spot is up for grabs, and it seems to be those two guys that are being considered for it. I mean... Expectations are pretty high in Philly after they hired Joe Girardi and they signed Zach Wheeler, but both those guys have big arms and huge promise. I'm talking about Velasquez and Pavetta, but it's mostly unfulfilled promise. They've both been in the rotation over the last couple years. They haven't really done a whole lot, but they do have a new pitching coach, Brian Price, who has a history of helping pitchers figure things out. So we'll see which one of those comes out on top and becomes a fifth starter. I mean, realistically, it's it's going to be we're going to see both these guys in the big leagues at some point this year because that's just the way these things go. It's not like you win the job on opening day and you 
stay in that role the whole year. I mean, things move around, guys get shuffled, circumstances change. The Cubs outfield has a position battle. Can Steven Souza Jr. play his way into that outfield? I mean, he when when he's healthy, he's really good. I mean, he's still just 30 years old, even though he's been around for a minute. But his 2017 season, he was healthy. He hit 30 bombs, had 16 steals, and an 810 OPS for the Rays. But, you know, he's been kind of on the shelf since then. He missed the entire 2019 season because of a pretty gruesome left knee injury, suffered in the last spring training game. Man, I remember that. That was really bad. But if he can get back to what he was doing a couple years ago, my goodness, that's that's a good player. I mean, he's going to face a bit of a uphill battle because he's competing with Kyle Schwarber, Jason Hayward. Those guys are locked into the corner spots. So that means... If you're looking for the center field spot and the first bench spot, the fourth outfielder spot, you're competing with Albert Amora Jr. and Ian Happ. But I think that Steven Souza Jr. has a very good chance. I think he's going to make this team um, at least as a fourth outfielder. I think he will because um, because he's a good player. He really is. Another team that has maybe too many outfielders, actually definitely too many outfielders, we'll stay in the Midwest. That's the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, some people think this is a good problem to have. The Reds have a chance to be very good. I mean, they added Nick Castellanos and Shogo Akiyama, out free agent outfielders. And the club has to sort out who gets the other two roster spots because those two guys are definitely going to start. So you're looking at probably Jesse Winker playing left field, at least against right-handed pitching. And then that could leave Nick Senzel, Aristides Aquino, and Philip Irvin fighting for one spot. One thing to keep in mind is that Irvin is out of options. That could give him, like minor league options, that could give him a short-term edge because the Reds would have to pass him through waivers in order to send him to the minors, and he'd likely get claimed. So Philip Irvin could be the guy, but then that leaves Nick Senzel, your stud prospect, on the outside looking in. What do you do with him? I mean, you you don't want him on the bench. You want him getting every day at bass, and you really want to send him down to the minor leagues again when he has nothing to prove. So what do you do with that? And then Aristides Aquino, who started off really hot last year when he came up. I mean, cool down towards the end, you know, in the he was up for two months. First month he was on fire, second month he cooled down. But I mean, I, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. It's tough. Reds have a decision to make. And how will the Padres also sort out their young outfield? I mean it's been rumored that they're going to trade Will Myers to the Red Sox, but it doesn't feel like that's about to happen anytime soon. But for now, Tommy Pham and Will Myers are going to be penciled into their corner spots with Trent Grisham expected to play center field. So that would leave Franchi Cordero or Josh Naylor fighting for that final spot. And that's actually not that bad. I mean, they, they seem to have their three outfielders set, so they have two guys fighting for one spot. Eh. Nothing crazy. That's a pretty typical spring training position battle. The Oakland A's, they will they will need to sort out their second base situation. I mean, they have they have five names in the mix: Franklin Barreto, Jorge Mateo, Sheldon Noyes, Vimayel Makin, and Tony Kemp. So Franklin Barreto's out of minor league options, and this dude raked in the minors, an 861 OPS in 290 games at AAA. Jorge Mateo is also out of options after a solid season in AAA, 834 OPS in 2019. But their manager, Bob Melvin, promised to give 
all these guys a shot at the job. It's rare for a contender coming off a 97-win season to have this much uncertainty at a key position. That's where the Oakland A's stand. I would love to see Jorge Mateo get a chance because he's their, I think he's their their top prospect at that position. But you also have other guys who they're going to give a look like Tony Kemp, who they just traded for from Houston, or I guess he was in Chicago at the time, the Chicago Cubs, or maybe they signed him as a free agent. I really don't know how they acquired Kemp, but he came over and he was with the Cubs to finish the year last year. But I, I do want to see Jorge Mateo get this job. I think he's the future at second base in Oakland. I really do. This is why some people were saying that they should have traded Marcus Semyon this offseason. He's the best player that you would have been able to get a lot back for him, and then you would just put Jorge Mateo in the middle infield. I guess you could put him at shortstop even because he can play shortstop, and he's a natural shortstop. You trade Semyon, get a lot back. You call up your elite prospect, your 24-year-old stud in Jorge Mateo, and you just keep going. But obviously they didn't do that because Semyon – I mean, even though Semyon's a free agent at the end of this coming season, I guess they want to they want to ride it out with him. He's he's their guy, so we'll see how that goes. Those are just some storylines to keep an eye on. That's spring training for you. I mean, this is normal. It's nothing crazy. That's how we that's how we see things happen in spring training all the time. And guys have jobs to win. There are position battles everywhere. But that's gonna do it for today. That'll do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.